Hey everyone, welcome. This is Steve Childs, pastor at Chartel Church of God, and this is my weekly devotional called Straight from the Heart. Uh, I want to welcome all of you who are just now, now coming online with me. Glad that you're here. Uh, don't forget, as you come on, put your name in the comments so I know who's watching today. And if you want to give a shout out, feel free to do that. Uh, love, always love hearing from my uh, good friends here in Oklahoma City and those of you watching from around the country. Uh, glad you're joining with me. Hey, come things uh, before I jump into my topic for today. Um, last Sunday, I did a message called uh, Chain Breaking Hope. And in that message, I talked about uh, how when we are bound by so many things, how God can uh, break those chains and set us free. And um, uh, it, it seemed to have be a message that really resonated with many, many people who are uh, struggling with various kinds of things that they can't seem to break free from and uh, seem to resonate with people who uh, have are, are uh, in relationship with people who are struggling with addictions. And so if, uh, if you struggle with some of those things like many of us do, or if you have uh, some, someone who does, you might want to listen to that message. Uh, it just seemed to be a great uh, help to, to many, many people. And uh, with that, I'm going to be doing a, a new sermon series uh, starting right after Easter called The Journey to Freedom. Um, we're going to be launching our Celebrate Recovery program here at Chartel on Thursday, June the 3rd. And this series that I'm going to do through April and May, um, we're going to look at the story from Acts 12 of Peter in prison and how God set him free. And we're going to be looking at just how God created us to live in freedom. And yet we find ourselves bound by so many things. And if you struggle with being bound by fear, uh, or if you're bound by debt, or if you struggle with habits or uh, that you can't seem to break, or hurts that you can't seem to get past, uh, in this series, I'm going to be talking about just how God wants to set us free from those things. And I think you may find that series a real help to you. And again, I want to encourage you to invite some others to, to watch, either join us online or in person here uh, at Chartel. And if you live in the Oklahoma City area uh, and struggle with hurts, habits, and hang-ups, again, we're going to be launching our Celebrate Recovery program on June the 3rd. And if you have any questions about that, you can feel free to contact us here uh, at the office. Love to talk to you about that. Uh, we've been in a series uh, on the names of God, and I've been uh, talking each week about uh, just how the names of God are so powerful and important to us. I uh, started out talking about God as a father. Last week, um, I talked about God's name, uh, El Shaddai, uh, Lord God Almighty, or the All-Sufficient One. And uh, if you weren't with me last week, um, I talked about how we put limits on God. Isn't that funny that we limit God? Uh, J.B. Phillips wrote that book many years ago. It's a great book if you've never read it. It's called Your God is Too Small. And that is so true. And we put uh, physical limits on God. You know, God, you can do this, but you can't do that. We put situational limits on God. Um, we put time limits on God. We put people limits on God. And we put potential limits on God of who he can use, can't use, all that kinds of stuff. Um, and, uh, and I talked about that. And again, if you missed that, you can go to my Facebook page and watch it or go to my website, God's Word for You Today, and go down to Straight from the Heart and click on that. That'll take you where you can, you can watch, that, watch that as well. Uh, today I want to bring it. I want to bring it home a little bit more personal as we finish up talking about uh, El Shaddai. 
Um, if, if God is Lord God Almighty, if that really is his name and that uh, name is about really who he is, his character and his power, then here's a, here's a couple of things I want you to think about with me today. You ready? Here we go. If, if God really is El Shaddai, then God can do anything for you. And God can do anything for you. Um, there's a, a great story in Mark chapter 9 of when Jesus was up on the Mount of Trans, Mount Transfiguration. And when he came down with uh, Peter, James, and John, um, his disciples were with a man who had a son who was suffering from epileptic seizures. And the disciples couldn't seem to be able to do anything about it. And the father came to Jesus and he was telling him about uh, what was going on with his boy. And he, and he makes a statement to Jesus. He said, if you can do anything, you know, would you help him? And uh, Jesus looked at the man and he said, if you can, um, all things are possible to him who believes. And the man's response to Jesus, I thought was so so cool, and we'll unpack that at a different time, but he responded to Jesus by saying, you know, I believe, but help my unbelief. And I think that may be the perspective that so many of us, many of us come from, because God uh, is the all-powerful one. He is the all-sufficient one. He really can do anything for you. Um, I, I don't know what your, 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 your struggle is today. I don't know what situation you're facing. I don't know what problem is on the table in front of you. Uh, I don't know what you need from God. You may need physical healing. Uh, you may need um, you know, financial help. Uh, you may have a relationship that uh, is uh, at odds and you don't know how to navigate that. There may be wisdom that you need. Um, but can I just share with you that whatever it is, God is the all-sufficient one. All things are possible for you if you really believe. Now, let, let me be clear. You know, God is not a, a genie in a bottle. You know, he, he's not a God that we just rub the bottle and God does whatever we want him to do. But God loves to cooperate with us. And, and if we really lean into both the love and the power of God, we open up all kinds of possibilities of what he might do uh, in our lives. I, I love the passage of scripture from Jeremiah 32, 17. He says, O sovereign Lord, you made the heavens and the earth by your strong hand and powerful arm. Listen to this. Nothing is too hard for you. Now, come on, look at me. Nothing is too hard. Do you really believe that? Do you really believe that nothing is too hard for God? Do you really believe that your illness that you have is the one illness that God can't heal? Uh, do you really believe that that closed door that you're facing is the, is the one door that God can't open? Do you really believe that that problem that you're dealing with today is the one problem that Almighty God can't solve? Uh, do you really believe that your need today, whatever that need is, is the one need that is so big, so huge, so overwhelming that even God can't beat it? Come on. You know, he is almighty God. He is El Shaddai. That means God can do anything for you. And the reason I want you to lean into that is because I want you to, to feel the freedom to come boldly before God, not demanding from him. But come boldly for God, expecting what he can do. 
You know, when my, when my granddaughter Jolie comes to me and she, she asks Papa for a piece of chocolate, <coughs> can I tell you what? She comes expectantly. Why? Because she knows that if it is within my power, and I think it's best for her at that point in time, her Papa will give her whatever she wants. Why? Because I love her that much. And you know what? Your God loves you that much as well. I love what Jesus said in, in Matthew 7, verse 11. He said, so if you sinful people know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your heavenly Father give good gifts to those who ask him? Think about that for a second. If you, as sinful people, know how to give good gifts to your kids, how much more will your heavenly Father give good gifts to those who ask him? God can do anything for you. Don't be afraid to ask. Now, let me give you a second thought. And I think this one is a, a harder one for us to, to wrap our minds around. And that is, if God really is El Shaddai, then God can do anything through us. God can do anything through us. You know, what's so funny is, uh, I, I thought about this, that, you know, we, we think of God working through us or God using us. I, I think we sometimes look at it uh, with the same lack of faith that we look at God being able to do things around us. In, in other words, I, I, it, just like, you know, sometimes we, we see a situation and our eyes are so filled with fear that we can't, we, we find it hard to have faith that God can do that. Well, the same thing happens when we see a situation and we feel God nudge, nudge us to, to step up and be used by him. Isn't it funny how we think God can do anything. God can use anyone but me. <laughs> God can use anyone but me. And, and some of you who are watching this, you, you know what I'm talking about. You felt God nudge you. You have felt him nudge you uh, about talking to someone. You have felt God nudging you about stepping up and helping or being a part of something. You, you felt God nudging you to, to lead or to, to, to lead a small group or, <coughs> excuse me, to do something like that. And yet you, you balked on it because you think, I can't do this. Well, the, 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 the reality is it's not about who you are. It's about who God is. Um, I was writing my, my notes on this. I, I, made a, I wrote a statement that I really liked. I said, I said, we often have greater faith in our incompetence than we do in God's power. We often have more faith, greater faith, in our own incompetence than we do in God's power. God can use you. And I'm always, I'm always just so thrilled uh, when, I, when I see people who are being used by God. I, I, I have a, a friend on Facebook uh, who, who lives up uh, north of us here uh, in northern, uh, 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 northern Oklahoma. And... Uh, it was, it was really interesting. She was a kid who was in a, a youth camp uh, several years ago that I was a part of and spoke. And she really struggled with low self-esteem. And I remember during that youth camp how um, her and I had a couple of different conversations uh, just about who she was and, you know, how, how much God loved her and how God could use her. And it was funny because she, like many people, she just really struggled in believing that she was of any value to God or that she had any worth to God. And, um, and yet 
uh, as she kind of began to, to get that, and we did some things that week that just really kind of helped that sink into her. Um, you know, didn't really hear from her for years, and just a few years ago, she got back in touch with me, and here now, 30-some years later, I found out that this gal went on, and she said as a result of that youth camp and really coming to believe that God not only loved her, but that God could use her, she went on to uh, follow her passion, which was sign language, and she went on to go to school to, to learn to uh, do the American Sign Language, ASL, and she began to do interpreting and actually became uh, a person who nationally uh, got to be on national television and all of that doing uh, interpretation while national leaders spoke at various kinds of things like, uh, you know, uh, at, at government kinds of things and broadcast and all that kind of stuff. And, and as we were messaging back and forth, I just thought, you know, here, here's a person that could have believed, you know, God could never use me and kind of stayed in a cave all of her life. Um, but as she stepped out in faith and began to believe, all of a sudden she discovered that there's really no limit to what God can do through us uh, when we allow him. And, and that's, the, that's the real cool part of, of being El Shaddai. Uh, Acts chapter 4 verse 13, it says, and when they saw the courage of Peter and John, let's talk about the other people in the community looking at them and the officials looking at them, it said, and they realized that Peter and John were unschooled, ordinary men, they were astonished and they took note that these men had been with Jesus. And that's the, that's the part of this that I want you to get. When you feel God nudging you to make a phone call, write a note, help out in an event, or, or to step up and be used in some way, don't get stuck by looking in the mirror thinking, I don't have the ability to do that. It's not about who you are. It's about who God is. I have a, a friend, her name is Krista Zamora. Krista may be watching this. She often follows on, on Facebook. And uh, I was so proud of her. Uh, she posted just, I think it was just a week ago, that um, for 20 years she's had a home care uh, kind of thing in her, in her home and uh, for kids. And after 20 years of doing that in her home, just kind of a, a private thing, she, she became now a registered, licensed daycare. And uh, now, and she, when she posted on Facebook, she said, I'm now a, a licensed, registered daycare in the state of Texas and am completely full. And I was so excited that she showed a picture of her with her license. And I thought, you know, here's, here's, here's a gal who, you know, has fought, you know, all kinds of battles in her life. But here is she, she's taken another step forward, believing, you know what, um, God can use me to be a significant influence in the lives of kids. And not just in a, in a small home care, but I can actually do this and become a licensed, registered home care. And she's doing it. Chris, if you're watching this, I'm so proud of you, kid. And the way you have stepped up and being used by God. And for all of you who are watching, don't you dare believe the lie that God can't do it because it's you. He can God's power is greater than our incompetence. Praise God for that. Um, I love what Paul said in 2 Corinthians 4, 7. He said, you know what? We have this treasure, this presence and power of God. We have this treasure in jars of clay. Why? So we can show that the all-surpassing power is from God and not from us. Now, just hear my heart for a second. Look at, look at me. You know, Whenever on a given Sunday, um, I have people stop me in the lobby or people who text me or email or call me and they say, Pastor Steve, I just want you to know 
um, how God touched me through your sermon today. Can I tell you what I know? That wasn't me. That was God. Um, I've come to the understanding that, you know, I can, I can tell a story. I can outline a passage. Um, I can get up and, you know, give a sermon. But here's what I know. I can't touch hearts. I can't change lives. I can't break the chains that bind people. And I certainly can't heal marriages, heal bodies, or bring people to a point of saving faith. I can't do any of that. Only God can. God can do anything for you. And believe it or not, God can do anything through you. Let me give you one more. And this one may be the hardest one of all. God can do anything in spite of you. God can do anything in spite of you. Think with me. <clears throat> what do Moses, Abraham, Samson, David, Solomon, Paul, and Peter all have in common? They failed. They failed greatly. And God still used them. What I, what I was thinking about God being um, El Shaddai, the Lord God Almighty, when I, when I was thinking about God being the all-sufficient one, one of the things that hit me was that sometimes we put limits on God because of our own shame, because of our own failure. And sometimes we, we feel like, you know what, um, I've made so many mistakes. I've messed so many things up. I've, uh, I've gone through a divorce, or I've, I've done something horribly wrong, or you know, I've, I've, I've been here, I've been here, I've done that. And, and sometimes I think we allow the enemy to make us believe that because of our past, that God can't do something significant in our future. And that's just not true. God can do anything in spite of us. Listen to what Paul says. In 1 Timothy chapter 1, Paul said, I thank Jesus Christ, our Lord, who has given me the strength to do his work. He considered me trustworthy and appointed me to serve him, even though I used to blaspheme the name of Christ. In my insolence, I persecuted his people. But God had mercy on me because I did it in ignorance and unbelief. Oh, how generous and gracious our Lord was. He filled me with the faith and love that comes from Christ Jesus. This is a trustworthy saying, and everyone should accept it. Christ Jesus came into this world to save sinners. And you know what? I'm the worst of them all. But God had mercy on me so that Christ Jesus could use me as a prime example of his patience, even with the worst sinners. Then others will realize that they too can believe in him and receive eternal life. All honor and glory to God forever and ever. He is the eternal king, the unseen one who never dies. He alone is God. Amen. Now let me give you just a few words of hope. Are you ready? There is nothing that we've broken that God can't repair. 
There's nothing that we've broken that God can't repair. You know, sometimes, you know, we, we, you know, we, we do things and we just go, that's it, that's, that's gone, There's, that's a mess, it can, never, it can never be put together. And yet, you know what, our creator is also a wonderful recreator. Our builder is also a wonderful rebuilder. God can take the broken pieces of our lives and the messes that we make, and he can do something magnificent and miraculous out of it. There is no door that we've closed that God can't open. You know, sometimes when we look back and we think, oh, that was a missed opportunity. You know, sometimes we look back and go, oh, man, I wish I would have done that then. Uh, it's too late now. And here's all I want to say to you is, you know, there's no door that we've closed that the hand of God can't open for us uh, again. Now, trust that. And there is no relationship that we've lost that God can't restore. Let me say that again. There's no relationship we've lost that God can't restore. Now, let me be clear. When, when we're dealing with relationships, you know, we can, only, we can only take care of our end of it. But I have been amazed how in situations where when, when we become broken and we become uh, truly humbled before God, I, I've been amazed how God can use in that can use that to, to bring healing and wholeness. Now, here's what I know. There are some of you who are watching this, and there are relationships in your life and people that you're probably even avoiding. Um, but all I want to say to you is, do you really want to find healing in that? Do you really want to find restoration in that? Because I could give you example after example uh, of people who, who thought that what they had done in a relationship was, had, had pushed it too far, that it was never going to be healed, it was never going to be restored, it could never be fixed. But as they gave the broken pieces of that relationship to God, God did incredible stuff through it. If you'd like some more discussion on that, a couple weeks ago I did a message called Restoring Hope. And I talked about in detail how God can take those situations, those relationships that we think are hopeless, and he can bring healing and hope to them. Our God is El Shaddai, Lord God Almighty. There, God can do anything for you. God can do anything through you. And God can do anything in spite of you. Let me pray for you today. Father, we come to you and just so grateful for just a few moments to talk about who you are. Um, because your name is, it's not just about what your name is, Lord. It's about what that name means to us. And Father, I pray for every person who is watching this video live. I pray for every person who's going to watch it later. That God, that you would speak something to them today. Some of us are facing things and, and we've kind of thrown up our hands and said there's no hope. But, but Lord, you can do anything for us. You say ask and you shall receive. And so Father, I pray that you would help people to find the boldness as your children do. Put, put their heart on the table and ask you for the things that they believe are the things that they need or that they want. And God, I pray that you would respond as a good father would. Lord, we, we, we believe today that you can do anything through us. Sometimes we get so fixed on the, uh, the limits of our abilities that we forget that you're not dependent upon who we are. It wasn't the great preaching of Peter that caused 3,000 people to get saved on Pentecost Sunday. 
It was the power of your Holy Spirit. If you could use unschooled, ordinary fishermen to found your church, Lord, you can use us. And God, I just pray that you would breathe that message into people, that, that for so many of us, that we would stop holding back and, and waiting, but that we would step up and step out and allow you to use us in ways like never before. And God, I pray that you would uh, just help us to understand how great your grace is today. Grace that you can do anything in spite of us. Lord, every single one of us have made mistakes. Every single one of us have failed you in some way, form, or fashion. And yet, God, in spite of our failures, in spite of our mistakes, in spite of the things that we have messed up, Lord, you have this unbelievable way of taking the broken pieces of our lives and making something beautiful out of them. Lord, there's nothing that we've broken that you can't fix. There's no door that we've closed that you can't open. And there's no relationship, Father, that we've lost that you can't repair. And so, Father, I ask today that if we just put all of these broken pieces of our lives in front of you, that you would do what only El Shaddai can do, that you would make them whole. Father, lay your hand upon each person today who's watching and Lord, that you know how they need you and, and where, where, where they need that special touch from you today. And I pray that you would give them that. Let them be filled with your presence and your power and your peace. In the precious name of our Lord Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Amen. Hey, thanks for tuning in today. Uh, just so great to have you guys with us again. Uh, any of you who would like a copy of my notes from this message on El Shaddai, just uh, put it in the message uh, in the comments. I'll be happy to send that to you, or you can email me. I'll send it to you that way. Uh, next week, we're going to continue in the names of God. We're going to be looking at uh, Jehovah Rapha, the God who heals us. And you're going to be amazed of how our God can heal you. Thanks for being with me today. Love you guys. Hope you have a great Holy Week next week, and may God bless you. We'll see you soon.